So, no, not yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 the oldest one, yeah, yeah. So, we are, we are on Lamed Vavam at Aleph, about four lines into the wide lines. Says the Gemara, Kura. Kura is hearts of palm. Now, hearts of palm, when I was a kid, no one knew what they are, but now everyone has hearts of palm cell. <laughs> right, it's mice and behold yon. So, hearts of palm, we'll get to what you really make on hearts of palm at the end. Very fascinating psak from Heinemann. But, hearts of palm are like this. You have a palm tree. The center of the palm tree will have what we know as hearts of palm. Nice, soft, if you like it, edible thing. I don't want to call it fruit or vegetable, so just call it a thing. If you do not eat it, the next year that thing will turn into lulav, and the year after that, it'll, it'll spread out like you recognize a palm tree from the pictures that Ben shows you of Florida. But We're nothing. We're <laughs> but, but that's the three stages. There's just one little catch. If you start doing that on a regular basis, you will kill your palm tree. And since we're really not here to eat hearts of palm, because all of us know that it's not really that good, and we're not even here to get a lula for our, our dollar minute, we're here to get dates. And in order to get dates, this thing has to grow and have shoots and have dates coming off the shoots. So it's mamish a small reward now at a huge cost down the road. You're, real, road. you're really mortgaging your future of your, of your dates by pressing this hearts of palm now. So the question now is, based on all these facts, if a person would eat hearts of palm, if a person would eat hearts of palm, then what bracha would he make? So, kuru. Rev Yehudaimer bayer pri It's a hadam. Shmuel Amrashakal Niyabidvare. No, it's a Shahakal. Now let, let's explain each one. Rev Yehuda Amar, Bayer Priyadama, it's a Bayer Priyadama. Pirahu. It's a fruit. One second. Shmuel Amrashakal Niyabidvare. Shmuel says it's a Shahakal. Hoyel Vesaifai Lahakshais. Because it's going to turn into wood. So you're eating wood. It's not fully developed wood yet, so it's not like hard as a wood. It doesn't have splinters, but you're eating wood. So therefore, you make a shahak. So let's just pause for one second. According one to one who says hadama, why would you say hadama if it's not at the end product? Oh, oh, one, one, oh, 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 one second. That will, that's the Gemara. Why can we ask? Why isn't a ha'etz an option here? One second. It grows on a tree. They're, they're very big trees, palm trees. They're real trees. It grows on a tree. This is an edible product of a tree. Why isn't it a ha'etz? So there's a fascinating Rambam. And the Rambam discusses sugarcane. And the Rambam literally describes what we know as sugarcane. Sugarcane is also a tree. And when you eat the pulp, of the sugar cane, you squeeze it, and he says you boil it, and it looks like salt when, when you're finished. That's how the Rama best describes sugar. 
how come you don't make ha'etz on sugar? It's an old question. In fact, the Rambam, fascinated. Oh, 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 so that's one of the Rambam's stuff. So, so the Rambam brings a machlekes. Rambam rarely brings a machlekes. Rambam brings a machlekes. If you want names behind the two tzadim and the machlekes, the Rambam says it's a machlekes garden. Taisus and the Rush, obviously the Rambam's not quoting them, they came hundreds of years after him, but that shita was taken up by Taisus and the Rush, holds you would make a sugar, you would make a ha'etz on sugar cane. The Rambam himself, and this is the sheet of the Rabbeinu Yoyna as well, says that no. You're right, since it requires boiling, since it requires extraction, since it requires other types of processes, you would only make a hadam on sugar cane. So, like the Rambam and the Rabbeinu Yoyna, this sugi is beautiful, which means just because a product comes from a tree, if like you said it's not the main product of the tree, or if it's going to require extreme processing in order to get it, then the concept of making a hadama on a tree product is out there. But how about how about like the sheet of the rush and the tesis? Definitely grace sheet. This how about like the sheet of the tesis and the rush that you would make a ha'etz on sugar, on cane sugar. If you'd make ha'etz on cane sugar, why is the possibility of making a Ha'etz not even discussed in our Gemara. Why is the Gemara, best case scenario, relegate the bracha on hearts of palm to a to a hadama? Because you have to, but the sh- you don't kill the sugar cane when you take out the sugar. So so the Shalmanisan, it isn't Kaplan. The Shalmanisan says. There's a difference. There, that is the tachlis of the sugar cane. You grow sugar cane to get sugar. Here, by no means, is the tachlis <coughs> of the palm tree to grow hearts of palm, it's to grow dates. And therefore, says the Shalmani said, even Taisus and the Rush, who say that you would make a eats on sugar cane, don't even entertain that possibility over here. So we have a machlekes between Yehuda and Shmuel, whether or not on hearts of palm you make a shahakal because you're eating wood, or do you make hadama because at this point it's an edible product of a tree, so you should make hadama. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, Omale Shmuel or Yehuda, Shmuel said to Yehuda, now remember they're arguing, but Shmuel, of course, is a mavakish emes. And he told Rav Yehuda, you know, I think your logic is stronger than mine. Shinina, genius. I think Shinina means Russian sharp one. Shinina, kavosach mestavra. Like you, it makes sense. Because, just because something's going to get hard, it doesn't mean it's not a perfectly good food now and warrants a hadama. Kavosach mestavra. The hatsnain saifalahakshais. A radish, if you would leave a radish in the, fr- uh, in the ground for an extra year, it also would turn into a rock. And yet, mavarchalai bari priyadame. 
and you still make a bar priyadama. So someone I saw asked, I don't understand. Every fruit eventually is going to become disgusting. Go look in your vegetable drawer right now in your fridge. I promise there's something there that's mushy and inedible. Every single fruit is going to be disgusting. There's, there's a difference, like you're saying, it comes mushing out, like an asterisk comes hard. It doesn't. Even so, because it comes some form of bad. So, so the answer is posh. Oh, the answer is posh. The thing in your fridge became disgusting as a result of stopping the growing process. A radish and a kura became disgusting as a result of the growing process. So that is a much more damning state. That the etzim growing process ends up in ruin. So that is a much more garua dika fruit than a, an orange or an apple or a cucumber that at the growing process doesn't make it bad. The living in the fridge process out of the ground makes it bad. So that's why it only brings a point from here. So, so far, it seems to be a machlekas about purely a food that is going to end up as a piece of wood. Does that knock it down? Does that relegate it to a shahako? Or does it maintain its hadama status? It says the Gemara Valahi, the proof from a radish to a hearts of palm, to a palm heart, is not a good proof. <coughs> Radishes people plant for the radish. Which means, when I ask you when you're planting a radish farmer, what's your kavana? Well, my kavana is that for in a few months it's going to be a radish, and then for six months I'll be able to harvest radishes. And of course I know if I leave it in afterwards it's going to turn into a rock, but until then it's a perfectly fine radish. <laughs> a palm tree, people don't plant with hearts of palm in mind. And therefore, now the two svaras we said in the beginning of the sugya come together. That number one, number one, a hearts of palm is going to turn into wood. That's one factor. And when you planted it, you had no intention of hopping it, of picking it before it turned into wood. Whereas radish, yeah, it's going to turn into wood, but you know full well that I'm not planning to leave it in that long. I know I have a window in which to harvest it. So that's the difference. The difference is twofold. The difference is twofold. Number one, it's going to turn into wood, but was that your intention when you planted it? Which opens up Pandora's box. <coughs> oh, really? What you planted something for makes a difference? Frank de Gemara. Whenever a person doesn't plant with something in mind, you don't make the bracha? It's not true. So we are now going to spend several days on slav. Easily the hardest sugi in the sixth parak. Arguably the hardest thing in brachas. So let's get some facts straight. So there's this thing called a tzlaf. If you're really interested, it's a caper bush. Not to be confused with capers that people have in drinks or maybe a pizza or something like that. 
um, caper bush. It's like a bush, you know, like which will mean nothing to you, but <coughs> so now, if you see, there's various products on this caper bush. In fact, oh. the Gemara, the Gemara lists four, four. <laughs> the Gemara lists four products that come from the caper bush. There is the actual fruit, caper fruit. The caper fruit is surrounded by an edible shell, also known as a kafrisin. We talk about yein kafris, and that's what it is. So there's the fruit, there's the edible shell. The leaves are also edible. Um, we Ashkenazim have stuffed cabbage. The Svardim have this Michael stuffed grape leaves. Well, they do the same thing. They put chopped meat in, in grape leaves instead of cabbage. Um, who's to judge? So you see that leaves are edible. And finally... On the leaves, I don't know if you ever like um, there's like ever like flowers between you and somebody else at the shop table, and you're like looking at the flowers. Have you ever noticed on the back of the leaves? I guess like when they're old or bad, they grow like these little teeny um, berries on the back of the leaves. So the caper bush also grows these berries. So there are four products that grow on a caper bush: the actual fruit, the edible shell of the actual fruit, the edible leaves, and the berries on the leaves. So now, if you ask any caper bush farmer, why are you growing that caper bush? He'll tell you, I'm growing this caper bush to eat the caper fruit and perhaps the edible shell. So now, according to your lumdis, you would not make a bracha on the leaves and the berries because that's not why you planted it. You just introduced a smara that the only time you make the real bracha on something is when you planted it for that reason. Following your logic, you would not make a proper bracha on the leaves and the berries of caper bush because that's not why you planted it. If that's true, says the Gemara. Those are stuff people like normally eat. The stuff normally eat, but like that's not why you planted it. And you just introduced a svar that why you plant something influences what bracha it makes. Says the Gemara. Just because people don't plant with that in mind, you don't make a bracha under vaharet salaf, a caper bush, denati and shiadait did a parcha that people plant with the fruit in mind. Vitnan, and yet we learned in a Mishnah, almine natspe, on all of the species of a caper bush, al ha'olin vala tamarais, on the leaves and the berries, aimer bar you make hadame. Valav yoinus on the actual fruit, vala kafrisin on the edible shell. Oimer bar priya eats, you make ha eats. So you see, you're wrong. Just because you didn't have kavana for it, just because you didn't have in mind for it, it doesn't relegate it to shahakal. You see here on the items that, even though you didn't plant it with it in mind, you still make a hadama. Amr of Nachman, not true. Tzlaf, not the inchi, adaita the shusa. Tzlaf, a caper bush, people plant 
with everything in mind. Shusa means the whole produce. Whatever it produces, I had in mind. Says Mar, you're wrong. I'm sticking by my svar. Avada, it's true. That in order to make the proper bracha on something, it only is what you planted it to have in mind that you were going to get. So and I, I'll do the same bracha? And I stick, no, because there's still a difference between ha'etz, which is the fruit, and hadam, which is like the not real thing. But we're talking, do we throw it down to shahakal, which is what you wanted to do by by hearts of palm. So, says the Gemara, I'm sticking by my svar, that what you planted something in mind influences the bracha, which is what allowed me to make my chilek before in radish versus caper bush. That radish, you had in mind that it's going to be good only for a certain window. That's what kept radish a hadama. Hearts of palm, vibalt that's going to turn into wood, and you didn't have it in mind, it relegates it to shahako. Slav, none of this applies to, because you plant slav with everything in mind. I'm right. What you did have in mind does influence it. If you didn't think about something when you planted it, you're not going to make the main bracha. Why do you make a hadama and a ha'etz by a slav? Because you had it in mind. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, slav, not the inshadai, did the shusa. Once again, a palm tree, people did not plant with hearts of palm in mind. How do we paskin? Which is something the Gemara did not tell us by wheat flour. It was a machleg is by wheat flour. Says the Gemara, how do we paskin? Even though Shmuel praised Rabbi Huda, who said it's a shahakal, Hilchas HaKavase Yehuda, the Allah is like Rabbi Huda, and you make a hadama on heart. Sorry, the Shmuel. The Allah, even though Shmuel praise Rabbi Huda, that you should make hadama. The Allah is like Shmuel that you should make a shahakal. Because the two factors, it's going to turn into wood, and you didn't plant it with that in mind. So, bottom line, your wife makes a hearts of palm salad, the avocados and the tomatoes. What bracha do you make on the hearts of palm? So of course tomorrow we just pass on Shmuel, you make a shahaka. Wrong. Well then you probably make Hadama because if it's not if it's not if it's not Shmuel, you at least pass on Rebihudu says it's Hadama. Wrong. Rabbi Heineman says you make a eights on hearts of palm. Why? There wasn't even an option in our sugya. Oh, says Rabbi Heineman that the hearts of palm that we have nowadays do not come from the majestic palm trees of Delray Breach. The hearts of palm that we have are from totally uninspired little short midget palm trees that they grow on these like plantations, which is a bad word nowadays. You go to John Gruden if you say plantation. They, grow, they, 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 they plant them these little midget pygmy palm trees that they plant specifically and they're like engineered, they're like short and fat. Like you know, they get they don't, they don't, they don't want this. They want they want hearts of palm. So they're grown specifically for so that is a tree that grew a product that you had in mind. So behind him in Spsak is beautiful like the sugar we learned. You had in mind, and it's basically like a radish. That if you planted with that in mind and you were gonna harvest it before it got into wood, then that's what you make a bracha, and that is what we do nowadays on hearts of palm. So even if you planted regular whatever uh, Hearts in a regular size uh, 
No. No. And I was like, if somehow you got a hold of a hearts of palm of a tree that you were planning to 